At one point, my favorite genre of books used to be dystopia. I read those stories with great pleasure and always walked away with a sense of relief. Relief because it was like, ugh, that was kind of interesting, but gosh, I'm so glad it isn't like that. Dystopia is now the world that we live in. It is a permanent fixture. It is a staple in the day-to-day -day lives that we live. So I cannot say that that is my favorite genre any longer. What has evolved into a genre that I am enjoying with surprising with surprise is sci-fi. The reason why I'm enjoying sci-fi, which I'll make a note here, I enjoy reading of any genre. If you can deliver it, I'm here for it. Nevertheless, I've been gravitating towards sci-fi and sci-fi books much more now in the last several months because I look at those authors in a different light now. I see them less as fantasy spinners and more as people who in their day-to-day -day lives more than likely would never have uttered the things that they wrote in their books but to themselves and I guess to the wider public because they published those books they had foresight to see what was coming. One of the more recent books that I have read in the last few weeks is called The Churn by James S. A. Corey. If you don't know who this author is, he is the author who created The Expanse, which you may have seen the show on sci-fi. If you have not done the pleasure of immersing yourself into The Expanse universe yet, it may be a good idea for you to do that. And the only reason that I am encouraging you to read that book now is because for the last year and more than a half, the entire world and more specifically your life has been underneath the churn. Don't be alarmed by a reading recommendation. Sometimes people recommend books and then you go and find it and it's like, Ugh, this book is about a trillion pages. The wonderful thing about The Churn is it is a novella. It is more of, I don't want to say a prequel story, but it is a story that sets up the Expanse universe. And there aren't very many pages at all, but the story does a wonderful job of depicting life as we are going to know it, yes. Life as we are not only going to know it in the future, what the future looks like for us, but what our present is going to devolve into. And yes, I say devolve, because for many of us, we have been dragged into this dystopic hellhole, kicking and screaming. I have 0, 0.00, and however long a zero can go down that line, I have that much regard for 
the the whimperings and the protesting and the um whatever word you want to put on it for those frontliners you guys know how i am the essential workers who are now crying after they have been the the tyrants all the way up until this point now all of a sudden they have a problem i don't really have much time to expand on that all i can say is this podcast is not for them not because you can't listen to this podcast i'm not saying it in that vein the vein i am saying it in is that it is like this you listening to this podcast are a minority you are the new minority and you know that well so i don't have to patronize you and and, and try to preach that to you this podcast primarily is for you and the reason why i say that is because you the minority you have not had in almost two years anybody you can talk to at length about the way you feel about all of this you have not had many people at all that you could spill your guts to you know all of the ideas you may have right wrong or indifferent about what's going on around you you have been shut the fuck up whether you wear a mask or not you have voluntarily chosen to clamp your damn mouth shut because it's just easier and i sympathize with you because that's where we have been we have traversed through initial stages of fear and i guess just dislocation we didn't understand last year what the hell is going on especially around march when the shit broke but this is dedicated this podcast first of all to posterity because while i can i might as well do this but also to those who were identical to me and it does not matter if you a woman a man and it doesn't matter anything else that you describe yourself by we were one and probably still are one in the same because i don't know about you but you probably are getting further and further away from people who have drunk the kool-aid and by further and further away i mean you have less and less that you could ever relate with them on other than the strand of humanity that might still be left in them you have very little that you can connect to that person on. So the reason why I am recommended to churn is because it is a read that is better for you than probably anything you're going to read online as far as a, an article is concerned. Unfortunately, those type of things will catch my eye time to time and I will, in one way or the next break it down and give it the think about it spin but nevertheless and by spin i just mean my opinion guys i get nothing out of trying to propagandize anybody if you are here you are here in full volition you can think i'm wrong about every word i'm saying but if you're here you're here because you want to be here all right nevertheless to break it down and if you want to read the churn for yourself i am not going to spoil it for you i repeat i'm going to tell you what the story is about but i'm not going to spoil it for you right now well damn how are you not going to spoil it because the reading experience is so much richer than anything i can give you here 
don't ever worry about somebody spoiling something for you because you are going to derive what only you can derive from something all right so just to make a long story short even though it's a short story so let's make a short story shorter the churn is about you the churn is about me and the churn is about the life that we are going to find ourselves being subject to the churn is basically about the fact that the world that we know it earth because remember the expansion universe if you know anything about it in just a cursory manner it is about the galaxy it is about other planets so the first point is earth is a non-factor now what do i mean by that earth is a, the center of our universe quote unquote in the expansion universe earth is no longer the center of any damn thing it is one amongst an expanded universe the universe has been expanded in such a way that humanity can now go and inhabit other planets. What does that mean to me? We talking about 2021 on Earth. Well, Earth has devolved into such a society where you are now a criminal. You are now a criminal just by virtue of existing. Why? Because for the reasons that are specific to the expansion universe but can be perfectly parallel to this world, people have chosen to live a life of unregistration. What is unregistration? Unregistration means that you opt out of BASIC, capital B, capital A-S-I-C. BASIC is what you automatically go on if you are a human being born to the earth in this time frame in this story what does basic afford you basic affords you a neutered existence where you get rice some other kind of artificial trash to eat a lifetime subscription of wi-fi so you can look at porn and dramas for the rest of your life this is what the government has agreed or or this is the package that the government has put together for you and this will keep you until i guess you're ready to get up out of this life well there are those like you and me have who have decided that you know what i guess i'm going to be an illegal um criminal because you're not a resident so that means that when your children are born number one they're not registered so there's no social security card there's no id attached to this child there's also not a birthing you don't birth at the hospital you have your child at home or in one of these hospitals that people have constructed for themselves now the number doesn't the the book doesn't go into detail about what number of people are in this unregistered status but let's just take a, a thought experiment there aren't very many of us, although there are those who just are cowards and just will never take a stance that anybody else knows about. They may get, let's just say, um, they may be swept in. Maybe you can think of the fact that there are an actual population of folks who live like this as to the frontliners who are being who think that something um, 
unique and special is happening to them, maybe those will end up in this unregistered position because their red pill is happening as we speak. Except I don't think it's the red pill that that you, I don't think it's the red pill that you and me have taken. Note here, have you noticed that those people who take the red pill in a time of high stress, you know, when the red, basically when the red pill is rammed down a person's throat, that person is almost worse than someone who just is a cultist because the cultist, they are just in a trance and they are in a stupor. You can almost, I don't even want to say respect, but you can almost understand why a person would be a drone like that. The person who has been red pilled by choice, they come in and they fuck up what people who were red pilled by complete initiation were. What do I mean by all that? I mean, you probably started to red pill on your own. Your self-study probably brought you to this damn podcast. And I don't mean it like, ooh, because my podcast is so good. I'm talking about this podcast as in to this present day in your life. Your organic red pilling got you here. You're not like the firefighters who are now having a red pill in the form of a boot, as far as they're concerned, jacked in down their throats. It leaves people like that disenfranchised, which you could say, well, that's good because that'll mean more people will understand what's going on and some of this tyranny will stop. But the problem is, is they are tyrants themselves and they don't understand it. So when they infiltrate, which I hate to even use a word like that, but when they come into circles who are organic and truly mean well and truly want to just le want to be left the fuck alone, they go into those circles and become the tyrants of those circles. That's what I mean by keep your ass over there. Nevertheless, back to the story. As it relates to the churn, there are people there. So it's not like it's just me and you in the churn. There are populations countrywide nationwide of folks in the churn who are unregistered and as you already know all too intimately <laughs> intimately just because you opt out of the state's cult religion does not mean that you discontinue to need whatever the fuck it was that you had popping before all this shit you still require that as a human being. You don't all of a sudden not need whatever. Fill those blanks in. You can fill them in better than I can. So as a reaction to the state, or let's say as opposition to whatever the state wants you to do, these people have created a society for themselves that is illegal. It is not legal to be unregistered you are not by the state's sanction that is sanctioned to be legal so excuse me illegal so when they go on their periodic raids their periodic drops as it were they come to your town and they swoop in and they swat style as many folks as they can 
to force them to be registered and on the government teat. But this is where we are headed. And once again, I think I've been pretty explicit. But for those quote unquote nurses who were nurses like us, yes, look, there people don't like to have that us versus them mentality. My perspective is is that it is you and then them. Now, you might say that's the same thing. Cool. All I'm trying to get at is that those people who were nurses who were already red-pilled to a organic extent, well, an organic origin, but decided that what I want to do with my life is I want to help people who may be infirmed or elderly. Those folks, you are going to find that you already do because you're here. You do not all of a sudden lose your skill for your job just because your job lost its skill for you. Just because they fired you doesn't mean that you no longer need to work and not only to earn a living, but it doesn't mean that also that there are other people. Now, unfortunately, like I said, the infiltrators, the many tyrants, the many cultists, you know, not the fanatical ones, but the ones that are there every damn Sunday, if I could put this on a cult term, this is going to help them too. I almost hate to help them. Yep, sure do. Nevertheless, if you are a nurse, you still have every ounce of your nurse credentials because you know what? A piece of fucking paper is not what made you a nurse. Now, you've been red pilled. We, you know, most of us have moved on from the red pill. Nevertheless, you've at least had that at minimum. So as it relates to the churn that we are all under, people still need you and people will pay you. I had an episode that might still be up, but I'm not sure that, you know, we need to be our own doctors and all of that. And there are people who are going to take it to the next level, who are going to go get the books and are going to figure out how they can help themselves. But there are those who just may not have the aptitude for that but are completely hip to everything that's going on and are willing to say, you know what, I'm probably just not going to go that far, but I will employ you. And I say do it. Because in the churn, when you need to go to the hospital, there's a hospital for that. It's not the state cultist hospital, but there is a hospital for that. When you need coffee there's a coffee shop for that when you need clothing there's a, a department store quote unquote that you can go to for that so i sincerely encourage you reading the churn because another thought that has been bandied around that i agree with and because not because i just need to agree with something but because of evidence is showing painfully that that's the case and that is that for probably longer than we are ever going to be aware we are in a post-human age post-human age for me symbolizes that and again you can go look this up anywhere and you may get a, a definition that's completely different after a year and a half 
more than a year and a half of bullshit. I don't give a I don't give a damn about being completely accurate with a definition unless I am trying to illustrate a point and I and I don't know the damn definition of the word or I just want to draw a parallel. Whatever the case may be, we are human beings and we are born with abilities to have foresight and not you know abilities like woo but i'm just saying i don't need to go to webster to find out what the fuck i think i know what i think nevertheless we are post-human so just like in the expansion universe how the earth is no longer the center of everything people you as a person you're not the center of the, of 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 importance anymore now it's all about the planet as if it is something that has more importance than a human life but in their estimation it is the reason why people do not give a hell about your feelings and can't sympathize with you as a human being and the, and the struggles that you're dealing with for being excommunicated from society is because we're post-human. We are post-human be beings being the center of it all. We're post-human beings being the most important things of all. Now the most important thing is to eradicate, to cull humans. To put us in a position where we're no better than a damn wasp or fly where we can be executed at will. And for those of us who have seen this and who have just been completely bewildered by all of this, that's not a shock to you. But I would encourage you to read The Churn by, again, James S.A. Corey. And you are going to see so many parallels between the things that they have to deal with in that society and the things not only that we have to deal with right now, but the things that we are probably going to have to deal with later. Or, and even worse thought, our children. Because we're not going to be here forever, are we? And do you think they're going to say, and I know you know that, I'm not patronizing you, but maybe this is me just thinking about this. Do you think they're going to say, hey, okay, you did, so let's stop our, let's stop, because your children are now on their own. No, they're going to keep going, hoping that they've done a good enough job that your children can be counted in that number. And if my stats are anything like they have been looking, I draw mothers to this, don't I? I draw grown women to this who know what their futures look like and who grimace and almost cannot entertain the future for long enough because who's in that future? Who, who when, the, when the dust settles, when, when we realize that, you know what, this is what I have to do and... I'm just going to ride this motherfucker till the wheels fall off. Well, when the wheels fall off, who's still in the damn car? Our children, aren't they? 
and the idea that one day, sooner than any of us want to even accept, they're not going to have us. We're not going to have, they're not going to have that protective wing, as it were, to kind of huddle underneath. They're not going to have us to help them trudge through the bullshit. And as a mother, that hurts, doesn't it? But what will hurt them more is for us to close our eyes and block it out the way that the COVIDians are doing it. It's best to just go ahead and face it and to prepare our literal posterity for the world that'll be coming to them, that, that we leave into them. Because once again, take the mask off now. I don't know if at any point in time I've ever heard anybody, you know, when you look at the I was going to say look at the History Channel. You can't look at that shit anymore. But I'm just saying, like, if you... Let's just use it as an example. If you've ever looked at a documentary and you heard them pontificate about the war and all this stuff, it doesn't matter what war. If you've ever heard anybody say something as idiotic as it all could have ended within minutes around the world if everybody just would have taken their masks off and burned the motherfuckers. And you don't even have to burn the mask because that's just me being, you know... Just take that mask off in unison. Motherfuckers want to, people want to, you know, and they are protesting and all that shit. Do you know the best protest you can do if you're going to do all that? Is say, you know what, we'll need to gather. My opinion on the protest is to one extent it makes my heart swell that people are out there in defiance of the health restrictions being placed on them. I I can sympathize with that because I am a human being. But on the other end, I say, well, damn, I don't know if it's worth it. If the door prize is for you to get rubber bullets, fucking pepper sprayed, and um, get your ass beat, that's your door prize? I don't know if the trade-off makes much sense, especially since when you crawl home, you're going to be on even worse lockdown. Because a lot of these protests are coming from, from prison countries and prison continents. So, I mean, if they rebel inside of a, a literal prison, do you think they say, okay, we sorry, y'all can leave the next day? No. You assholes getting locked down 24 hours a day. You can't go no yard, none, none of that. So I don't know what benefit I see in that. But the benefit I see in somehow getting communication across the world that says hey uh instead of doing all that stupid shit and putting our livelihoods our physical livelihoods at stake sight because you're getting pepper sprayed and you're getting rubber bullets which in the right spot can be just as legal lethal as a real bullet instead of getting line backered down instead of getting Tackle, I guess. Why don't we just in mass take all the masks off? Just take all that off and say no. How about in on mass? I'm gonna be French on the mass or some shit. How about we just don't go get vaccinated anymore? Leave the motherfuckers at CVS bored. 
for real now because they really don't have nothing to do how about we do that that's a protest protesting is in my opinion is refusing to do something that a motherfucker wants you to do look if they let y'all walk down the street and it doesn't matter what country you in the state is allowing you to because when they've had enough of you they come and they scoop you motherfuckers back to the river or some shit and then you go home so I don't know how effective that is but what I will continue to say as an overarching theme of this podcast is that it's too late for all of that the day has come that it is too late for all of that because they've just shown that this is the way that they are going to allow the world to to die yet even though the world might be dead we still here and our children our children are still here so we don't have a choice now when you want to say you ain't got no choice we don't have a choice and not because a motherfucker with a suit came and told us we ain't have no choice but because we love our children and we also love ourselves and we want to make sure that we can die peacefully people say rest in peace no baby I want to die in peace what does that mean I want to have the peace before I die I want to have the peace that you know what I set you up to be okay and then now I can die. And so who gives a hell whether you know <coughs> when you're dead, are you peaceful or are you dead? Um, I want to have the peace before I die so that I can know, you know what? I'm leaving them well. The last thing I'll say, and I'll get out of here, is there's much we can't control in this world. Clearly, yeah, I don't know how much. <laughs> Carter, that point has been driven home. Nevertheless, especially since I draw women to this podcast, control what you can control. Doesn't matter. I'm not here to patronize or berate you, but I will say this. Connect yourself to a man you want to be connected to. Connect yourself to a man who is as closely, if not matching identically with the way that you think. Now, people think opposites attract, and they do. It's called a man and a woman. I don't know how much more opposite a man and a woman can get. But people take the shit too far, don't they? They say, oh, opposites attract. So not only is it man and woman, but it's, you know, he can't think like I think because that's boring. No, the fuck is not. What's boring is you being with a person who you don't agree with any fucking thing. That's boring because you ain't going to have nobody to bounce all the things that you need to bounce off of. You're not going to have that person who is going to be able to shoulder the stress and the anxiety and the pain and the grief of life. You talk about boring and uninteresting. So don't take opposites to track so damn far. Did you get somebody who is all the way in left field? Am I saying go get somebody that's ugly but thinks like you? Mm -mm. Get something you want to roll over and look at. Yep. If you happen to be single, don't worry about that. 
take your damn time. I don't give a damn if you're 55. Take your time and find someone who is closer in your thinking that you that you can find. They're out there. Just like this podcast is out there. They're out there. But make sure that you do that. Because if you do that, then your children have a fighting chance. And that's what this is all about. Whether your children are already here or whether your children are yet to be born, you will have a fighting chance at creating your world the way that you want to see your world. Because we can't control what they're doing. They're trying to control us. And it's getting a little tight, I have to say. But speaking from the United States, or let's say, what used to be the United States. You can homeschool your children. You can read every book you got. And if you so happen to need to send them to a doctor, you can do it with so much panache. You can have so much going for you that that doctor will be in his rightful place. And what is that? As your hireling baby, you work for me. You ain't gave me not one copay to come in here. And I'm sure if you listen to this, you probably already have that angle. I'm just saying. If you, when you have to deal with these people, because I'm not saying you're never going to need to, but when you do, you go in there as the expert. Not on your knees, bowing at his dirty shoes. That's all I'm saying. But if you're a nurse, or if you're one of these people who have, if you have skills, which I tend to believe that most human beings are capable of something, you know, they have something about them that they do good. Try not to be, you know, employ yourself. And however that looks for you, if you are sitting on 20 years of nursehood and it's like, well, damn, I can't do it anymore because they forced me out and I get that. Because we all been forced out of something in this last almost two years. Take your wisdom that you have grown way before 2020. Keep your eyes and your ears open so you can find people that will, will independently contract with you to do that stuff. They're out there. And I hope that you find them. I hope that I found you in a place where, you know what, you still going. Are we still losing? Mm-hmm. Because the churn society, it's not a society anybody would choose for themselves. But you have to keep going unless you stop it. You can stop going. But most people choose to keep going. And in that vein, I recommend The Churn by James S. A. Corey. A book that will leave you with plenty to think about. And I will talk to you on the next episode.